Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal comes to you on a Wednesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Sal, what's up? Oh my God, he's back. <laughs> and he's well, sick. Yes. He's definitely sick too. Oh, he is definitely sick. Well, let's set the stage. Uh, Parley Kid and Brother Brian doing this from New York. Harry is outside of the country, zooming in from Amsterdam. How's it going there? Harry, you're sick now. No, I'm not sick. I'm just uh, uh it's a little windy today, so I got a little bit of a cough, but uh, I'm okay. I'll get through. Is that this. what happens when it's a little windy? <laughs> you get a cough? It's interesting. It doesn't take a lot. I'm getting conflicting reports, Harry. Last time you checked in with me, um, the, the, uh, your wife, the lover, you call her the lover, had blisters on her feet, uh, which led to she was sidelined and you had to watch a murder she wrote, uh, like a marathon in the room. But then I heard an updated report that she rebounded and was seen vomiting in the streets of Amsterdam. So which is it? <laughs> she, she did rebound very well. We did. We went around the red light district yesterday. We did about 18,000 steps. Wow. But she did, uh, she did some, she did some mushrooms from first time oh. in her life. And, uh, oh. you know, when, when in Rome or when in, uh, Amsterdam, yeah, I get and she it. found a bathroom where she had, uh, after an hour of doing them, uh, she threw up. All right. Well, I'm glad you guys are having vegetables, at least. Uh, is a mushroom a vegetable, Parlick? I'm not even sure. It's a legume, right? <laughs> Babyface, check up on that. What is a what is a mushroom? What do we think? Uh, the kind of mushroom she had, I I, I don't think those count. But it's good <laughs> to right. know Angie uh, rebounded, I guess, worse than Al Horford. We found someone that rebounds worse. <laughs> I got you. All right. Well, let's talk about that. The Celtics are out. But game one pits Denver against Miami games two, three, and four, and possibly five, six, and seven. will have the same teams. I can almost guarantee it. Denver is a nine point favorite. Two nineteen is the over under. I like this matchup. Even if it's over early, I kind of just like it, but I don't mind um, the nuggets two and zero against the heat this year. I think both games were close for our game one pick. I'm going, I'm going Denver under one thirteen and a half. It's minus one fifteen. I think they're the superior team, but we all know, the question is, how is the 10-day layoff going to affect them? And if you're banking on rust, uh, there are a few ways to go. You take the heat to win game one. You can take the heat to cover or play with some of the totals, and that's what I'm doing. I'm going under 113.5. Maybe yeah. Jamal Murray comes out flat. Don't expect Gordon to score 22 tonight like or tomorrow night like he broke out versus the Lakers. Um, they averaged 116 in the playoffs, but went under 113 to have two of the last three versus the Lakers. They blew out the T-Wolves in game one of the playoffs uh, in that round without eclipsing 110. I think this is the way to go. They could beat the Heat 107-97 and still cover, but stay under their total. Russ sets in a tiny bit under 113 to have team total. Harry, you like them to cover. You're not worried about points or anything or layoffs. Yeah, look, I think uh, head coach Mike Malone, has the perfect message for his team saying, forget that they are the AC because they certainly are not playing like it. Speaking of eight, they're eight. No at home in the playoffs. In fact, last time at home, 
they lost was in March. Wow. It's now June. Uh, first, well, tomorrow it's June. Uh, yes. Yeah, so first where, game where of the series are, in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm mixed up being over here. I don't know what yeah. day is day. Yep. But uh, first game of the series in the playoffs, Denver's averaging winning by 18. I'm taking yeah. Denver. I'm laying the points. Miami comes up and shows up in game two. All right. Uh, brother Bry, you're going the exact opposite way. It's a now nine points you'll get with the heat. It went up from like eight, eight and a half, and now nine. Yeah, it's high. Um, look, I truly believe game one is the series for the heat, right? If they don't win in game one or at least show they have a chance, then this it's going to get harder and harder for them. You know, they just coming off of a couple of grueling series. And the, the fact that they're going to be playing in Denver too over time may just wear down a little bit. So again, Game yeah. one is huge for them. That being said, though, they have been phenomenal, right? In games ones, right? They beat the Bucks, Knicks, Celtics all on the road in the, in the game one. Den- and to mm. your point, Denver has not played since May 22nd. So I think the Heat, you know, it's not like the Heat, you know, they had just enough rest, but still can stay pretty sharp here. So I think this is the game. This is the game they have to keep close. If uh, If they get blown out in game one, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at in this series. So I, I think they play hard and well um, coming out that yeah, Celtics so series. You have to weigh. All right. Which is the indestructible force? The heat in game one, the heat on the road or Denver, as Harry said, eight. No, just uh, right. what would you say? 18 points. It's insanity. So that's where it lays right at nine. Polly kid. You're not taking the game on the whole. I think uh, I know your reasoning here. If they're going to show rust, they're going to show rust in the first That's half. Denver. And so you're taking taking the heat yeah, plus that, five. And it's, yeah, it's five and a half now, Sal, mm. uh, as well. So that helps a little bit. Uh, yeah, just like you said, uh, I don't think I need to say too much more. Uh, the heat, I'm banking on them carrying some momentum over uh, into the first half of this game. And the, the opposite happening with the Nuggets might take them uh, the first half to wake up. That kind of makes sense. Uh, one thing I like to mention, I, I we, we've been harping on the, the heat as this eight seed. They really were a seven seed this year. They really were. They played <laughs> as a seven seed. They really yeah. did. Right. Like, so we've, I know they played the number one seed and <clears> the, the seedings was because they lost that, that play in type of situation, but they weren't as uh, you know, they coasted to like that, that division this year. They were never really right. challenged. They're, they're better than, uh, what they have. And we'll talk about it more about the series I, I in a second. But yes, Heat show up in the first half. The Nuggets struggle in the first half. And that listen, they the Denver has not played a defense like this throughout the playoffs. So all apologies to the teams they have played. They have not played against a team that's going to get after them like this. It's mm-hmm. going to be a difficult adjustment for them initially. So all let's right. take the Heat in the first half plus five and a half. Well, maybe that's good for my under 113 and a half. Yeah, I was I thinking about think so. the odds, Bri. Like, we were talking about, wow, when the Heat lost that first play-in game to the Hawks. Is that how it went? Yeah. yeah. Um, they were in jeopardy of being the first division winner in, I think, all right. four major sports ever to not make the playoffs. That was better odds, much better odds than them being an eight seed and and winning this whole thing. And now they're uh, one series away from that. Crazy, but. crazy, right? Yeah, because after what they said, after that game one loss, they were 100 to one to make the finals. After and that 350 to win or something. And then, right. uh, yeah, it was even. Wow. Yeah, it was even higher. Maybe even wow. higher. It's crazy. Yeah. Insane. Craziness. 
All right, let's uh, pick props here. I talked about the Nuggets rust, and I also think Jimmy Butler lays low a little bit here. I like under mm. a half a three made, which means basically he is not going to make a three-pointer in the game. Plus 172. Harry, a couple weeks ago, I think you took the other side on the same game parlay. said that he would make a three. Yeah. And I know this bet is more luck than anything, but a plus 172 to get down on something that happened four out of five games versus the Knicks, he didn't make a three, and three out of seven versus the Celtics. He's not a three-point shooter. He only attempted more than three threes in two of the last 12 games. I really like the plus money here. Again, it's a grinder of a bet. You have to watch all the way through if you're lucky enough to get to the fourth quarter. He doesn't have many threes, but he doesn't take a ton. Plus 172, right. something basically happens half the time in the last uh, three weeks. That's my uh, player prop. Parley Kid, what you got? Yeah, well, this is something, you know, I like to come back with player props once they hit with for me. I hit on this a couple weeks ago, maybe even less. On Michael Porter Jr., over 23 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, he has gone over this in seven out of his last eight playoff games. The only time he didn't uh, go over was when his minutes were limited to 23 in uh, one of those early games against the Lakers where it was a one sided uh, route. So uh, he's been, and so this is 20, this is a low number. He has obliterated this number. Most of this time, he's getting 26, 27, 20, close to 30 on the points, rebounds, and assist total. He is the X factor of this team. Go Asking him to go over 23 and a half, let's do it. I think he gets it done again. All right. Uh, Harry, another pro Denver prop uh, for you. Yeah, I'm going to go Jamal Murray over 25 and a half points, minus one and a quarter. He's averaging 28 in the playoffs. And I think Murray, not Jokic, you could say, was the best nugget in the series versus Los Angeles. He had three games of scoring in the 30s and made at least 10 field goals mm. in all four. And in game ones in the playoffs this year, he's averaging 30 points per game. In a way, Murray is the, he's really the question mark. Not a question mark, but if he could keep his numbers where they've been, I almost think the Heat don't have a chance. You know, Jokic is going to average a triple-double or close to it. Uh, anyway, but mm. Murray's the key. Brian, I think your player on the Heat is the key on the other side. Yeah. Adebayo, who showed flashes of just disgusting play in game <laughs> seven. He ended up with decent numbers, I think. But um, he, I think he was like one for six, really kept kept the uh, Celtics in the game for a while. But you like him under here. Well, look, Adebayo, yeah, I like him under 16 and a half to minus 123. He has to be better in this series. I mean, he really struggled offensively in, in that Celtics series. Missed a ton of shots at close range. And, you you mm -hmm. know, usually you don't see a guy who averaged over 20 points per game in the regular season. All of a sudden they have a, a number at 16 and a half, but it, it's justified. And the, the the weird thing about Miami, and I think that's yeah. the thing. I mean, Adebayo overall played okay in terms of rebounding and, and defensively, but it's yeah. weird that they were getting him the ball in the post sometimes when they needed a basket and he just couldn't convert for them. But, you know, I, I would normally – he definitely has to have a bigger – uh, role in this series, but even in the last series, they won despite him not having a role offensively. Because if you look at his last five games, right, he averaged 12, 11, 16, 10, and 13. Those are his last five. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I think the one thing you have to factor in, right, battling Jokic, it's going to be hard enough for him. His focus should be defense, rebounding, and there's a good chance he's going to pick up a couple fouls early on. So that right. that is also going to help hurt him offensively. So I, I would stick with the under... Um, like he's gone the last five games here. 
Yeah, so, I don't want to talk you out of anything, but like he's somehow in the two games he played against Denver, it was good, like 22 was. and 19. Yeah, I think was. he was like 10 for 11 he for was. free throws or something. Yeah. Go ahead, Joel. What are you going to say? Well, what, one other thing that Bri forgot about that I'm surprised he did was DJ Khaled is in Miami <laughs> and will be getting in Jokic's head. Wait a minute. Bless up. Is that true? Well, that's is that true. That's, that's that's okay. Well, is he going to Denver for game one? Is he going? Where's he, what's he, where's he going to no, be? No, Miami's at? it, right? Miami or Denver? Well, he'll definitely be at the Miami yeah, game. Yeah, so that the game three. Right. I don't have to worry yeah, about these that. These are in Denver. Yeah, these are, yeah. Yeah, no, you're right, though. Um, <laughs> Something well, to consider. Well, he should talk to uh, uh, Matt Ishbia first if he feels like he's going to mix it up with uh, Jokic anytime soon. Might be a mistake. <laughs> All right, let's uh, take a quick break, give Caesar some love, and we'll be back with our series pick, although it seems like you'll be able to figure out which way we're going. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? Two words, Caesar's Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. All right, we gave our game one pick. We gave our player props out. So for the series, exact games, I'm going Denver in five plus 235. I don't want to minimize what the Heat have done, but um, that's exactly what I'm going to do right now. I had Denver in five over the Lakers. I had the Celtics in seven over the Heat. So very close. Um, again, I think the Nuggets are substantially better than the Heat. I know it hasn't mattered over the last month mm. if you do play the who's better than the Heat thing, but unlike versus the Knicks and the Celtics, they're going to have a very tough time stealing a game in Denver. Average margin of victory at home. What did you say, Harry? 18? Was that just game in game months. one? And game one, just the average margin of victory at home is 12. They're 8 0 at Ball Arena. Um, the Heat haven't won in Denver, I don't think, in four years. 
Nuggets aren't sloppy like the Celtics. They don't really go cold from three. With the Knicks, it was Brunson. Otherwise, you couldn't really rely on anyone down the stretch. So that ended up being a nice matchup. Defensively, the Heat may have met their match, too. You got Caldwell Pope. You got Gordon. You got Bruce Brown. They keep coming at you. They really don't let up. And uh, Eric Spolster gets a lot of praise. But Mike Malone, I think, is the best coach the Heat will have faced this postseason. Taking nothing away from Miami. They'll win game three at home. Denver. Coasts otherwise. Nuggets in five. What does that get me? Plus 235. We're all over the Nuggets here, Paula Kid. I know you wanted to pull the trigger on Miami. I know you did, but you want to be right. Yeah, I, I think you guys were probably relying on me to be the one guy that yes. uh, was going to take the heat, I think. <laughs> but uh, just upon further review, I just <laughs> couldn't pull the trigger on, on taking the heat. I think uh, this series probably took a lot out of them. Uh, I think the Knicks series took a lot out of them. They 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 have really left it all on the floor uh, each and every night. They play so hard to get the most out of their abilities. I think eventually um, the the lack of skill compared to the Nuggets, uh, you know, for as hard as they're going to play, they're just not going to have the legs mm. to sustain it in this series to win. I'd I'd be very surprised. I was leaning to maybe thinking Game Seven, but I could see. I could see just just being a, a Denver up three to two, go back to Miami and just steal a, a victory there. I think the Heat are they're going to be game. They're going to show up. Their 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 effort is going to win them a few games, but Denver is the superior team. Got is a great coaching matchup. I love this final. I I I I really do. I think the game's going to be close throughout for the most part. I think we'll see yeah. one blowout involved in here somewhere along the line, but. Uh, Kudos to the Heat, but their run is coming to the end. Let's take Denver and six at plus 350. All right. I was trying to think of a comparable final here where, you know, a gritty Eastern team plays tough defense, like you mentioned, Parlay Kid, against a little bit of a flashy Denver I mean, team. I, it's, not, it's not the I, Warriors. The matchup, Sal, it's, yeah. you just go back to Nick San Antonio. I mean, it's a long oh, time ago. Far. Oh, boy. But I, yeah. I think that's what this is. I mean, no, but yeah. like, really, I think years. to me, that's kind of how that matchup, this matchup really is. The Knicks were oh. the eighth seat, right? It's kind of yeah, I guess. the same oh, so type gonna, of matchup. We're going to see like uh, the, the, both teams are going to have like 68 points with two and a half minutes left. I don't, it's gonna not going to be like that. It's not going to be like that. But Th- This is know? wrong. This is a bad comparison too. But I, I think the last time we saw a flashy versus gritty team like this, it was Warriors-Raptors. Now the Raptors, I think, were a one seed. So it's a bad comparison right there. But... They were yeah, they, series odds. I think were about the same. I think it was about like minus 300 somewhere in there. And the Raptors won. I think that's kind of what, that's kind of what you have to rely on. If Miami, something like that, right, Brian, yeah, the that, series to go. Yeah, that no, way. I, yeah. that, that is actually a good comparison because I I've said that before, right? Like you could say maybe this Miami team with Butler, similar to that Kawhi team with Toronto, mm-hmm. although that team had a little bit more consistent offense, right? Like, in terms of what you would get, I mean, Miami is good Shock athletes who, yeah. can, who can shoot, though, yeah. who can shoot. And yeah, I don't, I don't think Toronto was a grinding, grinded out type of team no. at that point. I don't think so, but maybe not. Know. Maybe they didn't the play as good really defense. Good. Yeah, I, I just, right? I just remember them limiting. No, I get, the, I get the, the comparison because of the yeah. odds and stuff, and like we, yeah. you know, you always thought, man, that the, the Warriors would just seem unbeatable. I mean, do we look at Denver like that though? I mean, Denver. They, you know, they won fifty. They weren't a sixty-five win team this year. They won fifty-three games. Yeah, right. So, 
They weren't this dominant regular season team. And I'm just telling you, maybe I should take the heat because the (laughs) West just wasn't that good this year. The West wasn't good. I'm wondering if the East wasn't good. good. All right, well, you got 30 seconds to change your mind if you want to. Right <laughs> now, you're I'm locked far in, in, but you're somewhat, I, I, somewhat locked time, in to Denver I, and six. I'm going to put a little bit of money on Denver here. <laughs> okay. I, but the bottom line is, I'm not, I, I, the, I'm kind of rooting for the Heat. You I can't I'm let him get away with this. We're not, you're not going to, if they're up two to one, we're not going to say, I told you this would be a series. <laughs> no, I would not I, let I, you do this, Polly kid. This is a great series. Great series. All right. Okay, yeah. Brian, you think uh, Denver and six? Also, yeah, it's right? funny. I mean, Darren brings up a good point in terms of like all the news media recently, the last couple of days, were like the East stinks, the East stinks. It's like I don't know mm. how fair that is. Consider- I don't buy it. I don't. The East was better than I, who? Who was good in the West? I, I mean, it, it's a good. Well, it, it's a good question, right? I mean, it is a good question. Although like the, that, the way the Nuggets mm. played, obviously they yeah. look. Denver they, was yeah. vastly, I would vastly underrated. That Phoenix I would say stinks. Yeah. Phoenix yeah. stinks and you swept the Lakers. So I'll contend that the West wasn't that great. All right. Well, the Celtics could have bowed out too in seven, a, a whole series ago. And we saw what Milwaukee did, but I don't know. It's, it's tough. I and mean, maybe the regular season. That's why I'm glad like for Denver, like they played tough in the regular season. They got the one seed and they got to benefit by playing three playing games. I'm sure they didn't even think it was going to be uh, yeah. uh, that easy, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's interesting because the matchups are, are different too, right? Like uh, the one thing that Miami's going to pose, right. is like defensively, they will be all over them as much as possible. Right. I mean, they're still going to get a lot of great looks Denver, mm. regardless. who's just, that's just how the offense flows. But yeah, that Laker team couldn't shoot. Miami can shoot. Yeah. So it is going to be a little bit of a different series. I, I do think over time, though, this Denver offense, and this is what Parley Kid was saying originally, this Denver offense just eventually is going to wear on Miami. It's going to be tough for them yeah. over the course of a series to be able to hang with them um, just with the ball flowing out of Jokic. And, and you, know, we, you know, again, with that Boston series, they settled for, like, bad threes, whereas Denver's mm-hmm. going to get in-rhythm threes for a lot of these games. So... And it's funny, the one thing that probably kids said too, which I find really weird as well, I've hated Miami my whole life. I mean, this team has been a thorn in the Knicks side forever, right? And yeah. but I find myself rooting for this team for what for whatever reason. Just well, I know I should Spol- hate them, but Spolstra, I, I don't. the way they play, I like yeah. I like Caleb Martin, I like Butler, I like some of their Yeah, they're I, not raining threes uh every eight seconds with you know with nineteen on the shot clock. Yeah, they, it's a, yeah, it's a different they play it's tough, nice. But I yeah, I'm I'm sticking though. I, I do have Denver in six too, because I do okay. think Miami's gonna win some games, keep some some tough. They will get blown out one or two games, I'm sure. But um, over time, Denver will just, it's just going to wear on them. The one thing I was Guys, thinking about for, forget the scoring, but you know, we saw what they did and you could say the Lakers stink in the West that stunk, but you thought the Lakers would hang rebounding wise, right? I mean, Denver came out in that first game. It's like, Oh, right. Remember, I think Harry, you said Jokic could have 30 rebounds if he wants in this yeah. game. And I don't know why, aside from playing tough and then scrapping to the ball and stuff like that, it, it, it should be about the same in that category, at least. But we'll see. What were you well, going to say, well, Guys, yeah. What do you think the Heat were against the West this year? What do you th- in thirty games? What do you think their record was? Twenty nine and one. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> twenty and ten. There. Pretty good. Boston yeah. Celtics Pretty good. were twenty three and seven against the West. The Bucks were twenty three and seven against yeah. the West. The best teams in the East 
dominated the West. Now, Denver had the best record against the East. They were 19 and 11 against mm-hmm. the East this year. Most teams were under 500 West versus East. East is better. Mm-hmm. I still like Denver, but <laughs> don't, don't think that the Heat have had a much tougher be- road here by mm-hmm. far. Than, than Denver has had by far, not even close. Sure, to my no one's arguing that. I mean, if three out of four playing I, teams, it's going to be. I don't be, yeah. think I don't think Denver has played anybody good yet. I really don't. Well, like, I'm just really I'm looking good. at a specific really matchup good. though, like rebounding wise. Like just let's just talk about stuff like that. But yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know. All right, I mean, I you, just don't you know bring up a good point, Sal. In yeah. terms of like the funny thing is with rebounding, right? In this series now, because of yeah. that rebounding. Kevin Love's going to have to play a little bit, right? You're, yeah, they play small. Ze- Zell- Zell- Zeller's yeah. going to have to play because Adebayo will be in foul trouble. So those right. guys will be in the game. So, I mean, it's a good point. It changes up the lineup a little bit. I mean, Martin's going to have to, again, Martin has to have huge series rebound really well and score for them for them to have a another and shot. By the way, if they bring Tyler Harrow back in, what, game three, they're expecting him, but not necessarily, you know, jump right back into sync. Yeah, you know? I that's mean, tough, I feel like they're right. getting the best with Caleb Martin right now. Yeah. Right, Harry, you think, uh, you say this is going to be the most fun out of all of us. This goes seven games. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this too. Um, you mentioned Sal, both games very close in the regular season. Parley Kidd, you make a great point about Denver not being a great, great regular season team overall, but they were great at home. They are 42 and seven at home this season. Um, You got to give Miami credit too, for not choking game seven, making it to the finals. Plus Butler and the heat have been there before. Whereas Denver hasn't uh, no one expected the heat to go six against uh, the Lakers in the bubble. And they did, but ultimately I think Jokic and Murray will will Denver to the first championship in a great series in seven. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, I'm just trying to think like, is there any way, of course there's a way, but will Denver go as cold as Boston was Boston? Yeah. Boston won game six as a worst shooting game of the year. And they were just God awful from three yeah. uh, or in that game seven. So I, I just, um, on talent you know, alone, Boston wins games on talent alone, but when they're not making their threes, yeah. anybody can beat yeah. them. Yeah. Listen, what do you think? What? Do you think um, the altitude plays a part for their home court advantage? It's got to play uh, a little for bit, sure. Right? I think maybe we talked a little bit. We talked a little bit of it, and, and Paula Kidd, this doesn't bode well for your bet. But there's also no evidence that, like, uh, the athletes will say it does take like an hour for them to catch up, right? So if you have heat first half, maybe not the greatest, but I, I don't know. It's um, why wouldn't Colorado football be great, right? Why wouldn't they win like nine well, games I, a year? If there's, a, right. if there's a, like twenty year olds that have to adjust. I to just it, don't you know, know if it's because uh, this is like. Um, you know, you're kind of running. There's no not too much stop, stop and starting in this. It's kind of yeah, right. It's a marathon right. in a way, but yeah, I don't know. I think there have been some players that says it takes some adjusting to, but yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, I think everything's factored into the line. All right, listen, Caesars has these specials. They have like a hundred of them. You can go down any anything from like minus one fifty to like a hundred to one. Uh, some of them are ridiculous, but some of them are worth looking at. In fact, I had to stare at this one for a bit. Jokic averages 12 or more assists for the series. Five mm. to one odds. Um, he only did not have 12 assists once in the last six games. He had 12 assists in one of the two versus Miami this year. He had a playoff game against Phoenix with 17 assists. Like You only need one of those to push the average past 12, especially if it's a short series. Yeah. 
you know, I feel like this should be an underdog, but not five to one, maybe 250, three to one. Um, mm. Good value. I'm going plus 500. Jokic, 12 plus assists average. Uh, Polly Kid, you're going the other way a little bit. This is a, this yeah. is an interesting one. Yeah. I'm kind of going against you here uh, with this because um, I think the only way I can win on this is if his assist total is under double mm-hmm. figures. Um, but I like what I love these uh, specials that get, they have here. So yeah. uh, NBA specials on Caesars, kind of fun to look look around at. But I'm taking Jokic not to average a triple double during this series. Uh, again, just because I think uh, the Heat are re- relentless. I think points are going to be a little harder to come by, which means assists are going to be a little harder to come by. We know he's going to average double figures in points and most likely in rebounds. Mm-hmm. But I just think his Assist total will take a little under 10 here, uh, you know, maybe more like 8.5, closer to 9 for the series because he'll have a game where maybe he gets 6 or 7, maybe a game or two just for, look, Bam is a good, he is a good defensive player. He can make life a little dif- bit difficult. Uh, maybe my uh, Denver has a little trouble hitting open shots against Miami, well, not open shots, but getting open shots against Miami compared to these other teams. And his assist total just ticks a little under. Averaging a triple double is so hard. I'll basically yeah. take it at even odds that he doesn't do it at minus one ten. Yeah, so it's it's assists, right? You like you said, that's it's, a, it's the assists, Sal. So I know we're kind of going against you, each you other. You need here. a seven yeah. or an eight in there for assists. I need there. probably okay. about two seven. Just or like I need there. like yeah. a a fifteen or something to right. cash on my right, twelve. Exactly. Thing. But uh, all right, so there you go. All right, uh, Harry, bam. Well, he's going to have to do this for them to have a chance. I think. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to take Bam to get 15 or more rebounds in a game at plus 225. We know Denver likes to push the pace. He had a double-digit double rebound games in three of the games in the L.A. series, had 17 and one. Seven times in the playoffs, he's had double digits. Got to be the man down low, like you just said, Sal, against Jokic. So one game somewhere, he goes nuts and gets 15. All right. Brian, I think I've said all throughout the Celtics series, well, Butler just has to go crazy like he did against Milwaukee. Yeah. And then he's going to have to. That's the only way they're going to be Boston. <laughs> it's the only way they're going to be Boston in Boston. And it didn't happen. It really just didn't happen. I mean, Caleb Martin was a godsend for that team. But I really agree with you here that he's going to have to bust out in at least a game. Yeah, for them so, to be competitive. yeah they do have some really good ones. Yeah, if you think somebody's going to have a monster 50-point 50, 50 game, then you get some mm-hmm. crazy odds. But yeah, Butler to score 40 or more in a game is plus 175. And look, like you're saying, I know he didn't have, you know, Knicks and Celtics defended him tough, right? He didn't have a monster game. I, I would say, you know, he still had 35 in the one game, I think, against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, he had back-to-back huge games. I mean, in the 50s and the 40s against the Bucs. Um, and I could see yeah. him, you know, again, this this Denver team isn't going to be the same. You know, it's not going to be like playing the Knicks or the Celtics. He's going to get, you know, and we saw last game, he can kind of get the shot whenever he wants. It just depends on when he wants to do it, Butler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we saw what LeBron did right in that last game when, when he put up 30-something in the in the first half. I think you could see something Similar, I I I think one of these games he's going to have a a big game and carry yeah. them to a victory. So I thought, yeah, plus one seventy five for him to have a forty point game is is pretty good. I like your um. I'm looking now. Any player to score fifty or more is nine to one. Yeah, I mean, Mur- it's fun to root for. I mean, Someone I know it's thirty I know, by half. I know. Right? I mean, I guess you could say like it's hard to hard to put up fifty against Miami, but if Murray. 
or yeah. Jokic or Butler, right? One of those guys get hot. You got three you get, guys who could do it. Yeah. And you get an overtime game in there. Like Jokic is 22 to one if you just do him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if Caleb, right? if Caleb yeah. Martin gets hot, I mean, watch out. Butler's 20. Yeah. <laughs> Caleb Martin. Yeah. Anybody could get hot. So um, anyway, uh, what else do we want to do? All right. That's it. We want to talk football. I mean, football's the best, right? Football's king, especially now that there's a humiliating video of uh, Kyle Trask and uh, Baker Mayfield <laughs> missing short passes. Did you guys see this? Parley Kid, did you see this? Uh, yeah. It's almost not fair to cherry pick uh, a couple yeah. of bad throws in May, right? But um, it did get me thinking, like, which NFL team has the worst quarterback situation going into the season? Tampa Bay. Baker at least has experience. So I, I don't know to say, oh, they're the worst over some of these rookies that we haven't seen, you know, in a pro setting might be a little bit of a stretch. Bryce Raiders are consideration. If Jimmy G never sees the field for sure. We don't talked about it. it yesterday. Don't say, sorry. It. Don't sorry say it. It. No, I'm not going to say it. No, I think there's an obvious <laughs> one here. I mean, the Colts could be, it could be Richardson could stink. And then you got Minshew and Ellinger, but They'd still be able to win games in that division, I think. Atlanta has Ritter and Heineke, not great. I'm going to go Cardinals, though. Colt McCoy, Clayton Toon, their draft pick out of Houston, and David Blau, the uh, Thanksgiving favorite formerly of the Lions. That that would be my three. And I don't even know if we see Kyler Murray this year, right? If they're like two and eight going in, do they do they just sit him, Parley Kid, if he's ready at two and eight? You ever see Kyler Murray or do they just go for Caleb Williams the next year? Mm, boy, oh boy, I think they'll be in total tank mode, Sal. Yeah. Right? I, I I agree with that. We might not see him. So, um, yeah. I, I I thought about that as my pick too here, but you know I'm gonna take one that's kind of in a way similar, and I think our pal Lil A will be happy oh. to hear me say this. I think the Cleveland Browns are in a terrible quarterback Whoa, situation. Really? They gave up the the you know they gave up so much for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. They gave him a huge contract way overpaid him and right. i'm gonna be honest to you i you know what uh, that, that he did not shake the rust off last year at all he looked mm. i thought he looked very very mediocre to less than mediocre in every single one of his starts his legs uh were not what they used to be maybe they will be with the full off season and uh game planning but i'm just saying like right now i think if cleveland were to go back there's no way they make they made that move they would not have made mm. that move I'll take the Cleveland Browns for having the worst quarterback situation in the league right now wow. because they're stuck with Watson. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, you know, that is one. something we should, we should get into that another time, but like, who's the Russell Wilson who just completely falls off the cliff. Maybe he'll come back this year, new coach, whatever. Right. And who's yeah. the, who's the other uh, side of that? Daniel Jones, I guess. Right. Who earned He's himself rising. a contract. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so who's the, who's on the upside, who's on the downside. Deshaun Watson could be the the Russell Wilson. You could be right. Yeah. I'm trying to think I mean, of from what other I examples. saw last year, yeah. it was not impressive. Right. And like I said, they mortgaged their future for this guy, Sal, sure. when he was already super controversial. Right. Uh, I think if they were to go back, they would ne- they would say they we're not doing that. Uh, yeah, that, capitalize that they're in the worst shape for sure, I think. Yeah, because so of that to move. me, I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm considering all those factors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's obviously not the worst quarterback in the NFL, but I think he puts maybe the Browns in the worst situation right. in the NFL overall. All right. Harry, what are you? You're not going to say Lions, are you? Did you change teams again? <laughs> I'm not saying Lions, but how about this? How about the Rams? 
who knows how long Stafford's going to play this season before he gets hurt and banged up. Uh, he's entering his 15th season. They've also got Brett Rippian on that roster, who's played three years in the NFL. He's got a total of four touchdowns and eight picks. Mm-hmm. And they got two rookies on the uh, on, on their mm-hmm. uh, roster, which includes Stetson Bennett, who couldn't, I guess, couldn't graduate in six years at Georgia. How's he going to learn an NFL playbook? Wow, interesting. Uh, all right, yeah, I, you know, that's it's kind of the same reasoning. Like if they go down, if the Stafford has a nagging injury, they might be tanking for yeah. Caleb Williams. Um, to come out to LA if he already mm. likes it out here. So yeah, interesting. All right, Bry. Have I been saying ripping wrong the whole time? My whole, uh, what do you say, ripping? It was definitely Mark Rippin. Definitely Mark Rippin. One of those days. So maybe he says I'm right on this one, Bry. You could be. You could be. Maybe I'm just saying <laughs> it wrong this, all this time. Um, but yeah, it's funny. So we find ourselves in the same situation every year, right? It's funny. I it, not until you posed the question was like. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of teams that their quarterback yeah. situation is awful. I mean, granted, the car all in the South. The yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. I mean, granted, yeah. the car, uh, you're probably right with the Cardinals, right? In general. But I, mm-hmm. I in, order, in all honesty, I would probably say Tampa because mm-hmm. for Tampa, there's just not like, there's nothing fun about it. If you're a fan, there's, yeah. there's, what is, Right. What is fun about unless Trask comes out of nowhere and p- performs like he did at Florida? Like, what is fun about Baker and that? But like, there are like, I, I'm looking at this and there all of a sudden you're like, there are 12 teams all of a sudden that a quarterback situation could go bad and next year they're looking yeah. for quarterbacks, right? Because you could even say, yep. I mean, look, I I tend to like love on the Packers, but that could go south. The golf stuff could go south. Like Washington could go south. Like every, mm. there's the Raiders, obviously, of course, Denver. I mean, there's a uh, Tennessee. I mean, there's so many yeah. situations that I, it's funny, not until you said it, that I realized like, oh yeah, there's, yeah. I thought this was going to be an easy answer. It's not, I would say Tampa, but you're probably right with, Arizona. Yeah, Damashek talks about quarterback saturation, and I don't know, maybe Remember he was that? No. close to making a point. But yeah, I think half of the quarterbacks are. You're right; the the jobs are up in the air for next year already. Yep. Um, Brian, I would agree with you, except for we know that every Florida team has to make the finals um, in every sport. So maybe the Dol- maybe the Dolphins just step up. What's but going on? Kyle Trask that? and Baker get it done somehow. Uh, all right, let's talk uh, baseball here. My Mets beat the Filthies. They're now one game over 500. Kodai Senga picked up his fifth win, three and one at home. He's sort of dominant at City Field. Lindor Homer, thanks for that, Parley kid. Thank you for trashing him. You lit a fire underneath him and uh he's now i guess he's third in the national league with 40 rbi so uh you don't have to apologize i'm thanking you for that he's, he's <laughs> right back on right back on track <laughs> no yeah d- I definitely mean, a good move yeah yeah his numbers are you know volpeyish, <laughs> so it's good for him <laughs> <laughs> well listen you know these guys that light it up in the american league and then have to switch leagues you run the risk of them <laughs> leveling off when they play Big boy ball, but uh, your Yankees crushed the Mariners 10 <laughs> 2. Judge, oh boy, number 18, which is two below 20, which Alonzo has. Alonzo plus 250 to win the home run title. Judge now plus 330. I'm sorry, everybody. We're going to be annoying with this all year. This is just how it's going to be for the summer. We're going to keep track of this. But luckily, thanks, Bri. I got money on both. So, Good. Good. Um, I don't have so to worry about it. It's a way to do it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There you go. All right. Let's already got a break. break. 
What? Well, come on. Don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. Come on. So one, of, one of the two, you got to figure one of the two is going to miss. He's going to miss another uh, one of them, 20 games. One of them will get hurt, and then the other one will right. fight off uh, right. a, a crazy, you know, <clears throat> whatever. Like, uh, who, who, I don't know who will step up. But uh, all right. Let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll be right back with our play of the day. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I talked about home run hitters. Vlad's gone a week without a home run, without a dinger. I look for him to connect tonight in a winning effort. Toronto, wow. minus one and a half. You know, hmm. I took that Alec Manoa for my uh, Cy Young pick, and he's been bad. Not as terrible as Harry's Cy Young pick, but still bad. <laughs> he's been bad, though. Well, no one's keeping track of Harry's Cy Young pick. I wish someone would mention <laughs> it every now and then. Really? I know. It was bad. Um, <laughs> I said this, noteworthy, maybe. This is where he turns things around. He won his only career start versus the Brewers. Uh, went six and two thirds, gave up uh, two runs. Meanwhile, Julio Teran has an eight ERA versus Toronto. The Brew Crew is sliding. They dropped four of the last five. They're in the bottom five and runs scored. And like I said, Vlad, Bichette, big games today. Seven, three final. Toronto minus one and a half is plus 115. All right, Harry, you're, um, you used to live, make your, way in Arizona and uh, now you're picking yeah. that team. Yeah. Yeah. I used to live in Arizona. Right. Uh, yeah. D-backs minus one and a half plus one fifteen. Darren, Tori Lovello, one heck of a job. This team is nine games over 500. The Rocky starter, Denilson Lamette has an ERA of over 12 <laughs> in games. He's pitched Colorado's three and nine, seven of those nine losses have been by two or more and that you wouldn't know it and think it, but Arizona has the second best home record in the National League. All right. I know it because you said it in a video or something. I remember you saying it somewhere. Yeah. All right. Uh, Nationals, Dodgers. Yeah, lots of runs in that. So you, well, Dodgers, you know, Brian, the Dodgers, you'll think they're done like in the seventh inning and then they pour on like three or four more runs. They're just, yeah. I think they're back. Well, I think I'll say, back. look, I like the, they're over of nine and a half. I can't go with this game because I 
totally forgot this starts at like 420. So Oh, it does. Oh, yeah, okay. it starts a little earlier. So I'm I'm actually Yeah, so that's my that is my EP Bingo. over pick, but I am going to take Yeah, 420. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the Met In the perfect spot. I'm going to go Mets Phillies over 9. Right, the oh. pitcher matchup, Nola versus Carrasco. Nola's actually, if you look at Nola's numbers, hasn't been great this year, but he's been bad on the road. Nola has struggled on the road. He's lost his last couple. He's given up a ton of runs here on the road. And Carrasco, two starts, two starts at I home know. has been just awful. I yeah. mean, he's got like an 11 ERA pretty much at home. Give up five last game, six the game before, and not too many innings. So uh, I'll say it's a rather high scoring game, and uh, I'll take the over nine. Yeah, he has not been good. Well, you know, I think well, his last game at Chicago was good. Was good yeah, right? on the yeah, that was good. Was, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, home. It's a different story. It's actually opposite of Senga. All right, uh, Parlay Kid, you have a player prop. Yeah, I, I'm not. Uh, you know, it's funny that so uh, my play of the day, uh, even though you had mentioned we could use that here as well. Sure, um, is Toronto. Uh, to win oh, uh, that's right. minus one and a half today. Is so, that what it is? All right. Yeah, it's that's my pick board. of the day. Uh, so I'm actually going to take uh, George Kirby against the Yankees today to go over five and a half strikeouts at plus 111. Uh, you know, the Yankees are a high strikeout rate team. The Mariners, after uh, two uh, shortened performances by their starting pitchers, need him to give them some length today, Look, looking like a, a six or seven inning performance. Mm-hmm. He's gone over this number three out of his last four starts. Very solid pitcher, this George Kirby. So take him over five and a half Ks against the Yankees at plus 111. All right. There you go. Now we could argue about if the East or the West was better in basketball, but Josh Hart of your next Polly kid insinuated on Twitter that he's tasted milk from a human woman. And everybody, did you see this? Everyone's coming no. after him. Oh, you didn't see? Mm. Brian, did you see I, this all day? I, I didn't. Joel, you had to have seen it. Did I make this up? <laughs> did I say, hold was on. This a dr- look was this that. a dream? <laughs> Where can he get that? <laughs> Am- I think Amsterdam. in Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. <laughs> Jalen Benson <laughs> says, nice knowing you, Josh Hart. Make sure help is on the way. Yeah, this is... Um, he asked if... Um, to, have you all ever tasted... Y'all significant others breast milk asking for a friend. And then CJ McCollum says sick conversation, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox. I'm actually not surprised you asked the question uh, less than a month in. Uh, it's really, uh, yeah, it's crazy. Really uh, what Brunson went after him, right? Were you saying this, Joel? Yeah, I, I mean this is true, but I've. I, I, it's not like you can just walk into Starbucks and and ask for. I think human breast. Not milk. yet. Yeah. No, I know. So, I don't know. But they, this is the Knicks, probably kid. This is the problem, I think, with the Knicks, right? Well, one of them. <laughs> well, I guess that remains to be seen. I, I mean, it's, it's some, <laughs> it seems a little bit. I, I don't know. Harry's done worse than that, guys. Come on. Harry's done oh, worse yeah. than that in the last 12 you hours. Distur- you look disturbed two- by this, TPK. He's going to have to it's pick a, a new favorite team. It's a little disturbing, but. The heat. <laughs> Listen, from what I saw at the red light district yesterday during the day, Brian, no milk. That's a no-go, though, is what I saw. <laughs> what? No-go. No milk is a no-go? Angie, no. No Angie go. was. No milk from. Uh, Angie was throwing uh, up after tasting Harry's. Yeah, that's, uh, that's oh, no. <laughs> Harry's, <laughs> Harry's orders were leaking. Uh, Jalen Brunson, nah, bro. 
delete my number. Really? So there's like infighting with the team here. So that's that. Uh, another New York legend, A-Rod, has gum disease. So please, everybody pray for him. Oh, my gosh. That's, uh, I don't know what we're going to do about that. What? I mean, uh, how yeah. does Scott not have it? And yeah, your brother, your brother, Scott. Um, I yeah. don't mean, you know what? Maybe it's just the oranges and the lemons that he eats. Uh, all the time. So <laughs> yeah, that's that. And, uh, we didn't mention Scottie Pippen's criticism of Michael Jordan. He said he's the worst player and a terrible player and a terrible teammate. I've been saying this for years. And why did it take Scottie? No, uh, he's, he's nuts. Why? I'm not baby face. And we're not allowed to really talk about it either because Scottie's going through some stuff. And uh, one of the things he's going through is um, Michael Jordan's son is or was dating his ex-wife right so that's got to be tough to rebound from but uh we pray we pray for a-rod and scotty pippen i think right babyface do we need oprah to sit them down this is this is just troubling on so many levels because really like this is also why we need the the golf tournaments that they have where it's the the what's it called the challenge oh yeah 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 like this is how they should just settle it. Michael gets someone, and, and Scotty. <laughs> yeah, like, you're not just wrong. Watch. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather watch that than the Kelsey brother, whatever thing they have set up next. Mahomes uh, versus right. the Splash Brothers. Yeah, right. Little, right. yeah, yeah, and uh, Splash Brothers. Josh Hart and his wife maybe go against each other. I'm not sure <laughs> how we would do it. All right, listen, I've had enough. I have tennis to watch. I have money on the Braves. I got to go check that out. We're gonna do Stanley Cup props on Friday. And that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Babyface Joel Salmon, Mikey Meatballs, and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na,